Oh, good morning, everybody. For some reason this morning, uh, my microphone is acting up. So I'm going to go this via the microphone on the uh, iPad. So it's not going to be quite as as uh, as good sound-wise. But hey, you got to do what you got to do when you are a burgeoning new podcast out on the scene and don't have uh, the following yet to help encourage a studio and microphone. So anyway, welcome to It's a Religion. Happy Lord's Day. Uh, Sunday, what is it? February 20th. So we're getting on towards the end of the month of February, which is a good thing. It's always good to get into March and uh, get that feeling that spring is is just around the corner. So, as God designed it to be. And, uh, well, I still wonder about that. Like, if the fall created a situation along with the flood that changed the dynamic of the creation. Like, if the creation was a little bit different in terms of uh, the climates and things like that. Because if the earth wasn't on a tilt, for instance, back then, it would have been... uh, different, right? The uh, earth would have had more direct sunlight all throughout the world and it might have been a little bit different. I don't, you know, it's it's interesting to think about. But anyway, uh, this is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America into the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. Those that... uh, have a D after their name, typically don't get a hard time about anything. Pretty rare anyway. Um, And those with an R wimp out half the time. Half of them do. But some stand for truth, justice, and the American way. The American way. Something that has been somewhat lost in our society today. But uh, it's still out there. Uh, You see that in truckers nowadays. You see that in People who love freedom, people who want to just live their own lives and uh, have the option to wear a mask if they feel threatened um, by some virus, uh, where have an option to take a vaccine if they feel threatened by a virus. And if they believe that will help them, uh, then they could go do that. Um, the whole idea of a mandate is an anathema to an American or should be. And too many Americans nowadays uh, are okay with that and actually enjoy the idea of forcing people to do things that they agree with just because. I don't. Again, I go back to one of the funniest ones I saw recently was a gal carrying an umbrella walking down the street and a guy walks next to her and doesn't have his open and it's raining out. And she says, hey, you idiot, open your umbrella. Because if you don't use yours, mine won't work. And it's really the logic that they use to justify their position. That somehow, by forcing everybody to do the same thing, we're going to protect everybody. And, you know, the results, you can see what hap- what has happened. Sweden, the one, one place on the planet that didn't do any of that, was probably right in the middle of the pack when it comes to things. Florida, same thing. So... It's it's really uh, sad what what has gone on lately. But when you don't put your faith and trust in the right place, 
when you don't put your faith and trust in Christ, in God, having created everything, if you don't properly fear the Lord, well, we're going to read through Romans 1 today. Uh, and so I was looking at faith in the book of Romans. And there's a couple of references to faith in the first book of Romans. But it talks about the fact that when people choose to uh, disavow God, choose to put their faith and trust in other things, then bad things are going to happen. Uh, again, the beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And you can't have wisdom without fearing God. And our society today values scientists, it values doctors, it values collegiate graduates and colleges more than it values God in a, in a general sense. And I don't know that that's true for all people as individuals, obviously. everybody I don't know everybody's motivation. But from an appearance standpoint, at least what we see in our society today through the legacy media and some other media outlets is a shift uh, away from God, away from the creator, towards secular humanism, towards uh, evolutionism, towards, uh, I don't even know what you call it, uh, collegiatism, um, there's a lot of isms out there, but it's like we're too smart for our own good. And it's a sad thing, really, when you get down to it. Because when you turn from God, bad things happen. And we're seeing that in our society. Uh, you know, we have a godless, faithless leader in Joe Biden who claims to be Catholic, but it's a joke. And I, you know, I think that's one thing that always bothered me about the the Catholic Church growing up in it is that there never seemed to be a relationship with God that was was discussed and taught and uh, encouraged but it was you know the priest had the relationship with God and you just followed what he told you to do and you were okay right it was more of a works-based idea so anyway and again I don't know that all Catholics we've met plenty of Catholics that aren't really like that so there's I think faithful folks that come through there and are more concerned about their faith and, and walking it out than just following, you know, at least in, in my experience growing up, it was you could do whatever you want on the weekend as long as you went to Sunday and we didn't even go to a confession. So I don't know why that was the case. But anyway, um, Paul, in Romans 1, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, excuse me, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations, for his name, among whom are ye also the called of Christ. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God, your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. So they must have been exhibiting a sincere faith in God and Christ. 
For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I may mention of you always in my prayers, making request, if by any means, now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. For I long to see you, that I may impart into you, unto you some spiritual gift, to be to the end ye may be established. That is, that I may be comforted together with you by mutual faith, both of you and me. Now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purposed to come unto you, but was let hitherto, that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. I am a debtor, both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, and to the wise and the unwise. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And that therein, folks, is the summary of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation for everyone that believes. When you put your trust and faith in Jesus Christ, you have salvation. You have entered into salvation. And it came to the Jews first and now to the Greeks, which means the rest of us. And those of us who put our faith and trust in the gospel of Christ are not ashamed of it. Most of us. Some still are. Some still don't get it, maybe. But... For therein is the righteousness of God, revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. And those of us who, again, have put our trust and faith in Christ live that way. We put our trust and faith in him and live in a way that's in accordance with that faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness meaning they, they don't follow the truth, they don't subscribe to the truth. And un, ungodliness and unrighteousness is revealed by God from heaven. We know what's unrighteous, what is wrong, what is not true, what is bad for people. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it to them. God has plainly showed everybody what is good and right and true. I think that's what C.S. Lewis was talking about in Mere Christianity when he said there's just certain things that everybody knows is wrong. It's inherent in all of us. For the invisible things from him, from the creation of the world, not the evolution of the world, but the creation of the world, are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. Even his eternal power and guidance so that they are without excuse. When you look at the complexity of life, the complexity of uh, the economic or the systems that are in place to support life on the planet Earth, the amazing uh, universe that we live in, I, you know, there's no way that just happens by chance. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not, neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Everybody knows that there is a God, folks. The ones that deny him have to do so willingly. And God says here, but became vain in their imagination. So they choose other things that are vain, that are not truthful, that are not helpful, that are not 
And then they professed themselves, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And that is our whole collegiate system in the United States of America today. They're all fools. They don't want to follow God. They become foolish. And we see the results of those actions. And change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creepy things. Now back then it meant they worshipped things, the statues and and worshipped, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. And today they worship all kinds of stuff. It's just in a different form. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie. Well, what is it? The truth of God is that one man, one woman, married and together for a lifetime. So here it says, they changed that truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who was blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections for even their women did change the natural use to that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust toward one another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense for the error which it was meet. So that is not a natural, beautiful, wonderful thing when two men are doing things that they shouldn't be. And we should try and help people with that condition to find peace, to find hope and joy in Christ and to turn from their sin, no matter how they feel about something. You know, our feelings can be very deceptive to us. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So God gives us a list here of all kinds of things. When you don't retain God in your knowledge and you don't worship him in spirit and in truth, when you don't put your trust and faith in him, at some point, if you suppress that truth and unrighteousness, God will give you over to a reprobate mind to do things which are not convenient, as he did here, could give you over. And that's up to the Lord. But, and again, he goes through the list, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness. These are bad things, folks. Maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, Proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. That one, that, that cracked, no, shouldn't crack me up. I'm just saying it's it's crazy that that's even in there, and we see that pretty consistently. You know, when kids get to a teenage years, it's like it's expected, and it, it shouldn't be that way. Without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, uh, implacable, unmerciful who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. And so I believe God has allowed Satan to uh, encourage the will of people who do these things to uh, choose things that are, are bad 
and wrong and unrighteous. And we've got to be aware of this, folks, that, that when we don't walk in faith in the right things, that that can lead to all kinds of, of trouble down the road. And again, we see that in our own society today, just like it was back then when Paul penned those letters. And, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. I imagine it'll be that way until Christ comes back. Because he asked, and we saw that in, in one of the Gospels, will Christ find faith on the earth when he returns? And I believe he will, because I know people that exhibit faith, and there's still many of those who do on this planet. But sometimes, in the general culture, it, it doesn't seem like it. So... Take a look at what's going on out there today. Um, this whole thing about Russia. I mean, they've been saying Russia is going to invade for the last month. And they haven't done squat yet, to my knowledge. And it's just a big... I think it's a big... Uh, I don't know, they call it things false flags now. I think it's a big uh, to-do for nothing, basically. I don't see how uh, how it's going to be a, uh, I, I don't know. I just think Biden's so weak. Uh, you know, Putin's going to jack with him as much as he can. And, uh, got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, they're trying to go after Trump still. Poor guy. I don't know why he even continues to do it. There's so much stuff out there that... Uh, that uh, is not right. That is not true. That is not good. That liberal... I don't even call him liberal anymore. You know, the, the liberals, there isn't really a liberal contingency anymore, I don't think. You just have uh, communists and uh, people who want to want freedom, who want a free society, who don't want to be uh, turned over to treacherous people like Justin Trudeau, people who apparently get off on power. I don't know. I'm not sure how how that guy thinks, but it sure appears that way. But one thing I do know, and I hope it's sooner rather than later, that Jesus does come back and that he will come back and set things to right. Because there's really no hope, true hope, without him. There's plenty of things to put false hope in, as we just read in Romans 1. But he is the way, the truth, and the life, folks. And that is where we need to put our trust. No matter what we do, we need to work uh, as having faith in Christ. We need to love as having faith in Christ. We need to pray as having faith in Christ. And uh, let him take care of what he takes care of.
This is his creation. This is his world. Our lives, every life that you see is his. And when we start thinking about it from that perspective, we tend to hate less. We tend to be less anxious about things. You know, I think about that even with my own kids. I love them and I would die for them. But Christ died for me and I am his child. And they really ultimately are his too. So we need to keep that in mind. Hey, have a blessed Lord's Day. I'm going to call it a day and uh, we will catch you next time. Sorry I missed the last couple of days, but... Uh, I don't think anybody's probably too been out of shape. So, have a good one. Thanks for stopping by. We'll catch you next time. Thank you, Lord, for the small things Like me and her on a poor swing The summer nights and fireflies And the sound of my old six-string Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings If I still got breath in these lungs and that's all I need to get.